Standing by LX1. Standing by SFX1. Standing by Talent. All systems go. Is Theatre Pod. Hello and welcome to another Theatre Pod podcast. I'm your host, Mark Holmes, joined by Mahalia Carter. Hello. Joshua Dine. Morning. And Chris Oakley. Hello. Can I just say it's the afternoon, like well and truly? <laughs> yep, definitely yeah, the afternoon. Josh, I know you, you finished school for the year. Uh, yeah. Yeah, mate. It could you be need to, any time. Schedule's anytime, clearly though. cooked. They could be listening at 1 a.m. in the morning. You it know? could be yeah. any time. Exactly. I just want to make it known that it is not morning. <laughs> uh, thanks for joining us again. Uh, we're this afternoon. For, whatever time of the day it is. Uh, Theatre Bites. So, uh, what's been your favourite time, sort of musical moment over the last couple of weeks? Can Marley? anybody guess what mine is? Oh, it'll be some video, probably. Yeah, boy. Well, not a, not a video per se. It was a live production just on television, but not an Australian television. The Little Mermaid live. Um, yeah, nice. Yeah, it was great. I mean, it wasn't great. I don't know if I... Yeah. <laughs> it was funny. I really liked how they did, like, it went from, like, the animated movie, like, into the live. Yeah. It had the girl from Moana as Ariel. I don't remember her name. I'm sorry. But it was good. But she was great. And it had my fave cute boy. He's not my fave cute boy, but he's my new fave cute Your boy. new crush. My new crush, Graham Phillips. I've checked. He's 26. It's age appropriate. <laughs> Wow. Well, Mahali might know no, the new was, partner. He was, he was Ariana Grande's ex-boyfriend, so he may be a little bit out of my league. He was also in Riverdale. A little, is a it, little or a lot? Jodie Benson that played Ariel in Little Mermaid Live? Mate, Josh. I have no idea. Josh, I, no. That's, no that's Jodie what, Benson that's was the, the original voice of Ariel. Uh, okay. okay, clearly. I um, said that she was played by the girl from Moana, not Jodie Benson. <laughs> that was what Google came up with. Okay, Someone's- so we also have a follow-up on uh, Jekyll and Hyde discussion we're having oh. last podcast. Yes, this now, is also my theatre right. But <laughs> to be fair, I thought I was right. <laughs> but, you but she wasn't. So for right, context, I went out. home and I found I found I'll we'll put this up on our Instagram yes, page yes. and our Facebook page. I went home and found the program. It was from Anything Goes. And in the front cover of that program is coming in December, Jekyll and Hyde. So I would have seen that and been like, oh, oh cool. Yeah, cool. It's cool. coming to the Princess Theatre mm. soon. I, don't I should know go how see that. Oh, you remember every page of programs. <laughs> well, no, I just remember looking at that going, oh, Jekyll and like that always stood out to me. It was yeah. like, oh, that's a show I should have gone, gone and to see. Because I lived in Melbourne yeah. and I was just like, I always thought I was lazy and forgot to get tickets and well, I was yeah. also poor and broke. But it just got it, it didn't got happen. No. The show itself yes. got cancelled. Josh, mm. what was your uh, best theatre moment over the last couple of weeks? Um probably my best theatre moment was finishing school and I'm doing my live production sir. <laughs> yeah, woo! You can hear the people at home just Whoa, yeah, excited, excited as heck. So no, that's great. That's great. For all Josh. those people at home, I don't have any exams, so yay for me, but good luck on your second <laughs> week of exams. Theatre moments, indeed. <laughs> but, Absolutely. Well, I was doing live production. It's... it's you almost didn't. Know. Chris, what was your best theatre moment over the last couple of weeks? Um, well, I've started building the set for Be More Chill oh. in my garage. So oh. it's actually looking really. I'm happy with it at the moment. You sound super shocked. You're like, my theatre moment is I did something good in the theatre. I know, right? <laughs> I always doubt myself, but Chris whatever. did good. Well done. Wow, thank you. Have you watched anything? You've been. I've been listening to At Juliet, the soundtrack, which is on West End at the moment. It just opened up, but we'll talk about that later. But mm. I'm loving it. Like, it's, very, it's good. It's a jukebox musical, but we'll discuss that more throughout mm. the show. This yeah. Awesome. It's a bit of a running got, theme. Yeah, yes. a bit of a theme. Mm. And a new segment coming up too, which we'll talk about a little bit later yes. on. 
Jeremy Hansen video is my favourite theatre moment. Again, Mark, no one asked. <laughs> That's okay. <laughs> I asked myself. Four Jeremy Hansons singing the Broadway, the West End, Toronto, and then the tour of the US. Really good. You're singing Four Forever, a bit of a new arrangement Four of it. Four Forever. And if beautiful. you've seen the show, if you haven't seen the show, gosh, it's a beautiful song. Yes, definitely. Classic and Paul just, oh God, they're divine. They wrote, they wrote the soundtrack. Go and check it out. We, yeah. uh, we'll probably have to put up on our socials as yeah, well. Yeah, yeah. Just to make sure it's out there, but it is really good and definitely something it, to see. You're missing out. Definitely. Uh, local theatre now. Uh, mm. we, we went across and uh, we had a special podcast on this. If you haven't listened, go and listen. It was actually a really, really interesting it interview was. with the cast of uh, Oliana. 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 Yes, we've got the pronunciation <laughs> right. So Mahalia and I went along mm-hmm. last week on uh, Friday or yeah. a couple of weeks ago now mm-hmm. uh, to one of their performances. And um, I wouldn't say that I enjoyed it. Mm. The acting was brilliant. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. The acting was brilliant. The way that they staged it in mm. the, the Coogan store, the old Coogan really store, well. yeah. up on the third floor floor um it worked really well in that space i think my initial gut reaction after watching it was like this felt too real and that yeah and i I, gus the director touched on this in his director's note he's like you know i'm not sure that i like this show but i love it and that really resonated with me in terms of like i just i i thought it was quite thought-provoking and you know a lot of the themes and issues it discussed were really interesting and there were a lot of lines the girl behind me was like at the end of the show, she's like, I was looking at you the whole time and you just kept nodding. You did. And it was I, so obvious, well, because, but it was good. No, because you I, were to agreeing me, with the sh- I, there were sentences that I agreed with and there were some things that I really didn't agree with. Yeah. And it and it did look good, like when you have good actors and good directors um, taking a text, it can really, the theatre can be engaging and thought-provoking. Even if you don't like something, you can still be completely engrossed by it and you can't stop thinking about it. And I think that that is the power of theatre is to make you confront yourself and make you confront what you think mm. and what you feel. And I really enjoyed that and I hadn't felt that in a little yeah. while. Uh, and I agree. I can hear it in your voice. You are getting a bit emotional over mm. it, which is fine because I felt that too. Mm. I, um, at the end of the show, I was so, um, the final scene, you know, it, it's something that, you know, probably most people would say probably shouldn't be there, but to me, it was the thing that actually symbolised the whole thing and brought it to but an end. I don't end. necessarily even think it's about should and shouldn't. It's just that maybe it overshadows the show as yeah. a whole because it is such a shock moment. You're like, it oh. is a shock moment, and then that maybe sticks out more than. I couldn't move. I was shaking. The rest so of the out. themes, yeah. I it, couldn't move. It was, mm. it was to me. It was heartbreaking. That's yeah. how I felt at and the real, end of the show. I was heartbroken for the character in the show. And real props to Karen and Guy. They were yeah. just taking a text that I think that maybe a lot of actors wouldn't want to do because it is quite confronting and I would imagine quite emotionally draining to yeah. perform that night after night after night after night. And it is only the two of them on stage for an hour and a half. Wow. And that's so tech- quite a powerful show. Quite a powerful show. Yeah. And I like I if it was written now, I don't think that the second act would exist. No, I agree. You know, yeah. I, and without spoiling too much, I just I think it is a show that people I don't know if they should see it. <laughs> well, it would have closed by the time yeah. you're going to hear this recording, but it, it was it was definitely something that shook me. I just wanted to get up and give Karen a hug by the end of it, like <laughs> yeah. Karen Irison. Mm-hmm. The the emotion that she had during the the production was for me. Yeah. It was the the bit that kept me. You know, I'm not a big play person, but it kept me just going back and watching, and I just wanted to see what what she would come back with. And I think because yeah. it felt so real, those it was performances so real. were so it felt so real. Just brilliant, yeah. Yeah, I think I think you've got we've got the whole of that, and I think that's where we'll leave it because mm. it is quite hard I'll, for I us. I will get a little heated, but yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, fight, <Maybe> fight. <laughs> but on to another part. So this is exciting. The Theatre Royal season 2020 Ooh. launch yeah. um, was held the other day uh, or last week. Now, 29 shows. Wow. That is a mammoth effort. That's that is huge. I mean, I don't know how many they normally do, but I think the number is bigger because they've got that new uh, the new space, the studios. Just yeah. in that 
the main part or is it I think it's between the two of them. Between both. So 29 shows highlighted by uh, Mamma Mia uh, from the show company. You've also got Into the Woods being done in the new studio space. I'm so excited. um, Which Karen uh, teased. Did tease Karen Kluss that is from the BG Creative. I had a really great guess with uh, Sunday in the Park in George in the Botanical Gardens. I was (laughs) sadly wrong. But uh, We do need to remember that for a summer school production. You live and you learn, folks. (laughs) Uh, The first show in the studio theatre, which is around about 300 seats, just under, uh, will uh, be uh, Jessica Lloyd's Mission Songs Project. So that's in April. It's mm-hmm. around the 17th of April. So that's quite interesting. You've also got Nathan May- uh, Maynard's uh, A Not-So-Traditional Story mm-hmm. and The Bleeding Tree as well. Yeah. Uh, three musicals, seven dramas, most of it new Australian yeah, or Tasmanian Yeah, I was going to say, that's work. what like, wow. super excited yeah. me was yeah. how many Australian and Tasmanian acts of theatre yeah. all seem to be doing, which is super cool and what it they is. should be doing. It, it is. Time. Five yeah. children shows, family shows, ballets, contemporary dance, physical theatre, and the renovations will be done. What are your thoughts, guys? Yeah. Anything stand out to you when you were reading, going through the program? Um, I think Mamma Mia is the most notable thing that stands out to me. I'm really looking forward to that. Yeah. yeah. Um, apart from that, the comedies um, that they're doing in the main theatre look interesting because um, I haven't been to any of them. But apart from that, Personally, I don't like the look of anything else. Ooh. But, oh, um, this is our first bit of controversy on the Cool. Um, but I think that's my personal opinion. Get but, along and see them, though. Yeah, because I, I think, I'll definitely get along and uh, I mean, give for, them a shot. For, for Tasmanians, I think we need to get along and support them yes. um, because at the end of the day, we want things and like And how do you this. know if you don't like something if you, you haven't? I mean, you can read you a synopsis. You won't like it unless you try it. Very God, true. I sound like a mum trying to get a kid. You do. Whatever, go eat your veggies. Theatre is vegetables. Sustains you. Chris, what did you think? of it i think it's really cool um i'm looking forward to the new theater space yeah i'm also looking forward to animal farm that shake and stir are doing com- the theater oh, company yes so, i didn't notice that no so oh. that'd be interesting hella hell yeah i did that in college i just well just designed this half of the set yeah for my first big thing but yeah it's interesting that'll be sick yes, actually they always do good shows yeah i haven't seen animal farm in forever no, neither. Bit one thing we haven't mentioned and we have talked about it previously is obviously Rocky Horror. Yes. Professional yeah. show Hell in the yeah. Theatre Royal. Uh, John X Presents. Looking forward to that immensely. Like yeah. That is going to be the show And if you haven't listened to our episode where we interview Ben Armitage about that, you should really go back Please and listen. Please do. Yeah, he yeah. gives a lot of good context about why you should all be super excited about that show. And we are super excited. Hell yes. Yeah. Uh, nine to five, so he's coming okay, to Australia. Dun, 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 dun. We love a bit of. <laughs> Mahalia, I'll, tell you what, I'll tell you what, though. I've been listening to a uh, Dolly Parton podcast lately called oh. Dolly Parton's America, and now I'm a big Dolly Parton fan. So um, I'm really keen to see nine to five just because I've been engrossed by Dolly Parton and the Dolly Parton, I don't know, cult of yeah. late. The cult of the cult. <laughs> so you didn't see Summer School? You weren't, were you here when we did it? Nah, no. I've never seen mm. nine to five. So oh. yeah, we had Dolly five. on stage. <laughs> <laughs> Well, someone playing Dolly, yes. Well, no, but we had the, you know, protection oh, the, of her. the video yes. of Dolly, yes. But how about this cast, though? It the is, cast it is, is incredible. Yes. Marina Pryor. Oh. No. Caroline O'Connor. Yeah, who we saw, do you remember, we saw her a few years ago in Anything Goes. Oh, oh yeah, yes. we did. Mm-hmm. Yes, of course. Yeah, I was going through that program the other day for the Jekyll and Hyde thing, so I uh, <laughs> we remembered. <laughs> Had to remember. Erin Clare and uh, Samantha Dodemade. Oh, sorry if I pronounced that incorrectly. Gosh, I think they must be sitting on that cast. The yeah. They had Dolly Parton in a promo video for I it. I know. On I think, Facebook. I think it's because it's nine to five. I reckon it's the show's got the part where Dolly would say something with the royalties maybe, but who knows? Don't ruin it for me. Me? <laughs> <laughs> Who knows? I don't know, but that is um, really exciting yeah. and can't wait to get along. I'm definitely going to head yeah, over we'll and see Yeah, we'll go, it. Mark. 
I, I love Dolly. Yeah. After doing Nine to Five, the musical itself, as much as um, it was a stressful, it was show. a stressful show for us, as <laughs> technically, um, but I, the music's great. Really Dolly, enjoyed. Dolly it. Parton is just like having not seen the show, but knowing her song, she's such a fantastic songwriter, and she yeah. tells mm-hmm. such stories within her songs that are Absolutely. so yep. rich and beautiful. Did you know that she wrote "I Will"? Um, and I will always, always love, love you, you by Whitney yeah. Houston. Wow. I actually heard that on the radio the other day. They yeah. were playing that song and I went, Dolly singing this? Dolly wrote it. But she wrote it, yeah. Wow. She's a mastermind, folks. We are not, We are so lucky to be living at the same blessed. time. Blessed. <laughs> blessed to be living so at the same time as her. Uh, six is coming to Australia, the Australian tour. Yeah. Uh, so the show will be going across the country. Uh, obviously, we've got Sydney season that was previously announced. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's right around the corner. Not yes. too long to go. No, no, no. But I'm so excited about six. Do you know... Do do you know what six is, Mark? I don't know anything about okay, it. Okay, so, so fill me in. So it's basically Henry VIII's, I think it's Henry VIII's, yes, six yes. wives, divorced, beheaded, died, da, 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 da. divorced, beheaded, survived. survived. So he had six wives. He literally invented <laughs> divorce, this dude, but it's told like a Beyonce rock concert. Yeah. Oh. So it's like these six pop stars singing about how like they were these six wives that divorced. Wow. Him. Yeah. That's cool. I want to get along and listen to it and see that Yeah, now. and it was yeah. literally written by these two kids who were procrastinating doing uni exams, like studying for their exams. They just wrote this show and then it went to Fringe and then it went to the West End and it's just become this, like, huge juggernaut. Yeah. Yeah. And the soundtrack is phenomenal. It's yeah, had, like, I an, really like the soundtrack. And an insane amount of streams on Spotify and Apple Music. Like, okay, just, I need to get onto this by the yeah, sounds of it. And really- we're getting the first taste before it actually goes to Broadway, mm-hmm. I believe. Yeah, they, uh, the, the Australian cast has been announced recently. But, yeah, we're getting it. It's premieres in January in the Sydney Opera House. Just before Sydney Opera House, you bet. Wow, yeah, I've never seen a show there. I can't wait. Yeah, I'm trying to get Lizzo tickets to the Sydney Opera House. Hit me up for any tips. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, very exciting. Going to the old home of Waitress as well. So yeah. something that Waitress is coming to Australia soon. Oh. I think it's been delayed a little bit, but Waitress hopefully it'll be soon. Are you sad? But I am closing. very sad. I don't know if Six would go into that theatre, but the Bro- no, I think that that like spiritually, it's quite nice that like. A feminist show is moving into the old building of a feminist yeah, show. No, so maybe now the way. Brooks Atkinson is just going to be like, this home of strong, powerful women. I'm in a real, uh, I don't know what Not the word is way. today. Women power yeah. sort of, you know, movement at the moment. Yeah. Uh, and it also <laughs> was has just, <laughs> just been on West End and uh, won what's on stage um, mm. for Best West End Production in yeah. 2019. But, so uh, yeah. pretty exciting. It is. Pretty exciting. But uh, wait, closing. Thoughts on the closing cast? Catherine, Catherine McPhee. McPhee. Do you guys know Catherine McPhee? Yes. She, did bit you American guys, Idol. Yeah, Smash. Did you, did you all ever watch Smash? I, I watched no, a little bit, not a lot. No. You should, I wouldn't know it. You should long. all watch Smash. I should make you all watch it and we'll have a podcast. Do you know what Smash is? It's a show that's like about the making of a Broadway show, but like fake. Yeah. It's like, and it's like it's, they're writing the Marilyn Monroe musical yes. and it has one of the best songs of all time, which is Let Me Be Your Star. And Catherine McPhee sucks. <laughs> oh. <laughs> no, 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 no. Within the context of the show. So oh, it's between. Oh. <laughs> I thought you meant no. <laughs> Well, she's fine. I was no. like, how did she get to Broadway? She sucks. <laughs> because she was in Smash. No, but like, okay. so in this universe, Megan Hilty, who once played Glenn Linda Wicked on Broadway is like obviously would be a good fit for Marilyn Monroe. And then Catherine McPhee's character comes in and is like, No, I'm just like this pretty girl from the Midwest. And they're like, mm, There's Marilyn. I'm like, Are you all delusional? <laughs> like, <laughs> in what world? Clearly, Mo Cat- Harley should be a producer. I mean, seriously, <laughs> yeah. Google Catherine McPhee. No diss to her talent, but she's not Marilyn Monroe, you know? 
Probably true. Anyway, yeah. I love Smash and Strash and it's great. Something else you love? <laughs> Jagged Little Pill, I've heard okay. as well. Okay, well, I don't know anything about it, but I love Alanis Morissette and I love that album. So, so you're hyped. I'll see it six times alone on that goodwill. <laughs> Chris, do you know much about it? Uh, I did some research, but knew nothing about it beforehand. Do you yep. want to tell me about the plot? Because I know nothing about the okay, plot. Okay, so the plot is about family of the Healy's, I think it's they pronounced it. Uh, mm. Picture perfect family. Yep. With some dark secrets, pretty much. Ooh. So the mother is pretty much... She's trying to keep everything together, but then she finds out her marriage is falling apart, distance and sexless. If I can say that word on here. You can say what you want, fine. bro. <laughs> <laughs> but then she starts taking these pills and like I think that in right like entwines in with the story. Uh, they adopted a daughter called Frankie and she's an African American and her she's got di- disconnected from her mum because the way she treats her, because she's Mm-hmm. A different colour. Yeah, okay. You know, a different race. Oh, she, interesting. Yeah, she's also... That actually sounds like a really interesting plot. Yeah, she's also searching her sexuality. Cool. As well with her best friend. And they've also got another son who's, you know, the picture-perfect son, but he's trying to not aim Gosh, for that. It sounds like a yeah. lot to be tackling in, like, a yeah. two-hour show. But, like, I'm intrigued. And that that album is so lyrically strong that, like, I'm just keen to see it performed live by some powerhouse singers, you know? You reckon an emotional show? Oh, my God. Listen to the album. I know, I know. I need to. I need to. So it's just debuted on Broadway. Yes. Mm. Uh, you've also got uh, Tina the Musical, which is opening on Broadway mm-hmm. uh, with Adriana Warren. Um, I think uh, getting, as in Tina, As in Tina Turner the Musical. Tina Turner. Tina Turner yes. the Musical. Yes. And uh, something that's just come on to West End, Juliet the Musical, Chris. Yes. A new musical that's just been re- opened. You're keen about it, hey? I am very keen. I've just been listening to the album that just got released. And some wide range of, you know, different artists. Well, Max Martin, the songwriter, has created these songs that are put into one musical, which is interesting. You know, mm. jukebox musical. So Max Martin's written heaps of hits. Do you want to run me through some of them, Chris? Uh, Baby One More Time by Britney Spears. I've heard of oh. it. Everybody, Backstreet Boys, Can't uh, Feel My Face, The Weeknd. Oh, um, no. But, yeah, the story is what if Juliet hadn't killed herself in the end of the Shakespeare's Romeo and Juliet. Oh, so that's, that's great because that is one of the most frustrating ends in like, the history <laughs> yeah. of the universe. Yes. So, Good. I know. Yeah, <laughs> yes, definitely. Oh, Chris, cool. have you seen Romeo and Juliet? I feel like maybe you got... Yes, I have it in college. No, yeah. in high school. Yeah, I studied in high school. Yeah, high yeah. school. A long time ago. Do you guys watch the Zac Efron one? But it's not actually Zac Efron, but the boy in it looks so much like Zac oh, Efron. No, I've never seen that. It's from like the 60s. I just remember in oh, high I school. I think I remember that. Yeah. 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 And we're all like, Miss, well, why is Zac Efron in this? <laughs> <laughs> like, it's not Zac Efron. It's not Zac Efron. Very, is Zac Efron in this one? No. Oh. No. Mm, well, so tell me. Well, whatever, guys. Uh, so I'll tell you, go to the West End by myself. It's fine. Oh. <laughs> I'll have to book you in, Chris. Yeah, I'm a travel agent. Yes, you are, I have to look after you. Uh, and Mahali, you want to talk about Tick, Tick, Boom. Yes. Uh, tick, Tick, Boom. I'm really excited. Do you know what that is? Tick, Tick, Boom. No. I, it's so, about Nin Manuel's directing. That's about all well, I know. So Tick, Tick, Boom was written by Jonathan Larson, who you may know. Oh, I've heard the name. Yeah. Rent. Oh, a little yes. show. Of so course. it was the only other show he ever wrote, wow. really. It's an autobiographical story, like I guess telling this is about an inspiring composer just before he turns 30 and his anxiety about turning 30 and about where he wants to be in life. Time and is ticking. Exactly. Oh. And, but the show was never fully staged before Jonathan Larson died. So it's oh. had, yeah, like Jonathan Larson never got to really put yeah. it on. So it's been staged since Lin-Manuel Miranda was in a, like a semi-staged version a couple of years ago with Leslie Odom Judah. Uh Leslie Odom Jr. and Karen Olivo, who he was sitting with Hamilton, and now he's directing it, and there's been some casting news. Yes. Andrew Garfield and Vanessa Hudgens are going to be in it. It's going to be great, boys. <laughs> <laughs> Very exciting. So that's a bit of news about uh, what's happening out in there the in the world. In the world. Uh, now, Chris. Hello. It's the world according to Chris. The world according to Chris. Yeah. Yeah. 
we're going to try this new thing where I'm going to say a controversial topic or give you a question and we're going to discuss it. Chris, it's just what's, ha- what's happening in your well, world. What wh- do you what's think? What's my world? Yeah, yeah. you know. Um, so the topic this week, in my world, jukebox musicals are the ultimate musicals out of everything. Wrong. You're, You're wrong. Oh, whoa. 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 Let him get to the question. Agree or disagree? We're going to Josh Disagree. I disagree. Wow, Mahalia. Disagree. And Mark, I'm guessing you agree. <laughs> oh, I, I, I'm a bit on the fence because I yeah. love a jukebox musical. Yes, me too. But I, do I think they're the best thing? Now I'm gonna, I'm gonna flip it back on Chris. Why? Why? Yeah. Why yeah. are they? I don't know. I, just, I think they pick great. No, oh, I don't actually don't really know. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you I'm do. trying to get you into my world. Like, <laughs> well, you love them obviously because do, you wouldn't have said what it. What show? What's like when you say that? What shows spring to mind? Well, Mamma Mia. Juliet, you know, mm. all shook up. I guess it's about the person they choose and what, you know, their songs that they've created themselves, which is what drags me in. Because I, you and know, the original to them story so- is nine times out of ten going to be way more captivating yes, than I a know. jukebox musical. I know. That being said, Mamma Mia slaps. So yeah. I don't know. <laughs> so what, what makes a jukebox musical, yes. Mahalia? What, so it's what, when, what you, it? when you take an artist, so something like ABBA or the Carol, beautiful The Carol King musical, mm-hmm. and you try and shape a story through their, like, that. I guess that artist's career. Yeah. Um, and so and it's their music sort of It's thing. their music. Yeah. But, I mean, in a way, Moulin Rouge is a bit of a jukebox yeah. musical because it's taking, you know, Pop songs, yeah. It's when it's non-original music, I guess, is the loose definition. So something like Jersey Boys Mm -hmm. or the the one that's currently on Broadway, the Temptations one that's names escaped my head. Those are jukebox musicals and they're great and they're fun and they appeal to a wide range of people. Moneymaker. So what's your favourite jukebox musical? It's Mamma Mia because I think it does the best job of like weaving a plot and it's just fun. Heck, you got to have fun. Got to have fun. I think Mamma Mia as well. Yeah. Why? Why, 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 Joshy? Well, I've seen the movie... um, when I was really little and I grew up with it, mum always listens to it in the car and when mum had surgery and so she'd sing it constantly afterwards. Love a bit of ABBA? Yeah, really like Who ABBA. doesn't, though? Who doesn't? Chris, what's yours? Uh, oh, God. It's even Juliet at the moment, but I also like All Shook Up. I yeah, thought, I'm I thought Elvis. Up what's All Shook Up? I don't actually don't know. I'm All Shook Up. Oh, oh, Elvis, Elvis Presley, Elvis. yeah. And I loved Elvis. I grew up. Oh, my yeah. name grew up. Elvis is guy, great. So. All right. Uh, and now we've got uh, the wonderful cast moving in from the Bawdy Panto. We've got Daryl Pebbles and Adrian Smith joining us. Now, speaking of controversial things, we've got Daryl Peebles and Adrian Smith in to chat about this year's Bawdy Panto. Thanks for coming in, guys. Hello. Hello. Pleasure. Hello. <laughs> Welcome. Uh, so for those who've never heard about Bawdy Panto, tell us a bit about it. Oh, Bawdy Panto. We've been around for years, 15 or so years. Just always. 17 or 18, maybe. Something even like that. Yeah, always just a bit of a bit of a spoof at the end of the year looking at some social issues, a bit of political issue, but mostly having a lot of fun, taking a good old fairy story and basically stuffing it up. (laughs) (laughs) I've been to a few and I know that that is exactly what it is, (laughs) but lots of fun. And uh, raising money for a charity this year? Yeah, so um, we are raising money for motor motor neuron disease. Um, Oh, good. So which is great. And um, and a big part of our show is doing our, our auction in the middle of it. Meat tray auction. Meat tray raffle. <laughs> yeah, love and it. So, and it. And it always goes really well. And, and the Panto's always had that fundraising part of it, which is great because it keeps us connected to the community. Cool. And we have um, the, the part of the cast is always getting people out of the media. So it's, ever since it started, it's about getting media people in as well. Um, and so, yeah, it's it's always good fun because there's varying levels of skill whilst <laughs> on stage, um, uh, which adds to the uh, to the fun and the yeah. laughs, I think. We yeah. have media people and theatre personalities 
celebrities like, say, Andrew Casey, John X, yeah. Jeff Keogh, who know their way around the stage. Then you've got your media people who don't necessarily, but they're very recognisable. And then you have sort of people like me. Who just, <laughs> yeah. There we for the fun of it? Oh, yeah. Wander <laughs> out and really don't know what they're doing. Who, no, might, who might also write the script on yeah. Yeah. <laughs> So I wonder if he knows anything about comedy there. <laughs> not, not Hopefully. Not. No, not I mean, other than raising money for charity, why do you guys want to get involved in a show like this? To dress up as a woman. <laughs> <laughs> My favourite part, I must say. <laughs> the Panto's got a really good feel about it. It, it, it feels like a family and, and people uh, come, come and go from the show and, um, and and be a part of that for a year or two or three. And um, some people come back. Richard Moore's come back this year after a few years off. Um, Selena Ross was in actually in one of the very first ones um, and now she's come back because she's now a, a newsreader on the ABC. She so, is. Huh. Um, yeah, so it's just we, we do it because it's, it's fun and we love the community aspect of raising money and we don't take ourselves too seriously and we don't re rehearse very hard or for very long. <laughs> I was going to ask how are rehearsals going? <laughs> uh, rehearsals, rehearsals. <laughs> What's a rehearsal? What's I've never it? heard of it. Uh, look, we've, no, we look, do. we've mm. done a solid couple of weeks Yeah. yeah. Uh, and, you know, uh, teching today uh, and uh, and it's all sort of coming how together. How tight is the turnaround for you guys? It's pretty quick, right? It is really quick. And, look, we do take it seriously and we do rehearse. We've got, a, <laughs> obviously, people are going to pay good money. You can't have a crap show. You've got to mm. have something that's uh, the production values are always yeah, up there. We definitely. spend a lot on on uh, set and, and mm -hmm. such. The other mm. thing, the other people we forgot to mention, of course, were other celebrities, especially politicians, who Ooh. clamber oh. to get on stage. I bet they do. Who have you got? Yeah, any, anyone? What's in store? Uh, we, uh, we could probably name a few. Give us an exclusive. Know, for example, here. David Byrne. Is, uh, David O'Byrne. He yeah. loves this. Yeah. He's at a lot of things. Mm -hmm. <laughs> As does the Premier. Um, oh, Will yeah. likes to get up there. Will likes to get up and study his stuff. What about mm. Sue Hickey? Well, Sue is coming on the Saturday. <laughs> oh, oh, she's oh, coming. She's mm. up, maybe. Oh, yeah. I'm going to be maybe. There, she, there might be a special bit in there for her. Oh. Maybe. Oh. People would just they need to come along and, and see what that's, that's all about. Yeah, don't yes. give away too much. No, 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 You've no, got to no. save a little bit of suspense. <laughs> so what's in store for this year's show? What's the storyline? Uh, well, basically, the social issue we're looking at is homelessness. And, I mean, it's a tragic issue of mm -hmm. what's happening mm. in town. But Definitely. we thought one way of showing it is to get the little old lady who lived in the shoe and her wayward oh, son, Bill yeah. Boot. Um, who is the wuss in boots, I believe. He yes. is the wuss in boots, yeah. yes. And he's sort of socially outwardly mobile. Uh, by virtue of the fact that he's got to rise above being a shoe shiner. And he may or may not get the heroine, who happens to be the daughter of a wealthy industrialist who makes boots and shoes mm. in a certain factory in a certain mm. part of town. Mm. <laughs> Ooh, interesting. <clears throat> so lots of, plenty of shoe puns. Mm -hmm. um, Great. That's what I look for in every uh, show, yeah, yeah, the absolutely. percentage of uh, shoe puns. So I, uh, this year I'm, I'm, playing the, I'm playing the typecast idiot because that's what I always do. So you're playing um, yourself? Pretty much. <laughs> uh, and, and I'm, again, John X's sidekick. So John's character is called Leather Upper and mm. I'm Synthetic Upper because I'm not quite as good, obviously. Oh, um, a sinner for short, of course. Yeah. 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 And uh, it doesn't wear thin. <laughs> How do you expect that? Audiences to react, Bordy can sometimes be a little bit uh, naughty. Well, we, we've got two rules with Bordy. Mm -hmm. uh, one is no nudity, and the other is no profanity. But lots and lots of innuendo. Mm -hmm. Yes, yeah. Yeah. which and people, and, and people love. It. They yeah, do. They and they know. they ask for this, certain characters that come back and back and back. There's a, a woman called Beryl Crust, who <laughs> Beryl's a bowling lady, takes life seriously, but since she lost her husband, she's really quite desperate, uh, and she's been desperate for the last. 
what do you reckon, Adrian? Six, seven years? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> One of these days, love will strike Beryl and she won't know what to do with Isn't it. Isn't Beryl's year this year? <laughs> oh, yes. No, 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 Beryl, I don't think Beryl really, although she does take a shine to Guy Barnett. But oh. We'll see. <laughs> <laughs> Who wouldn't? Come on. There is a sentence I just never thought I would ever no, hear. No, I never thought I'd hear that. Uh, <laughs> I'm not sure what she shines on. I'm like, I, Probably, probably his scalp. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we hope so. Know, and uh, and uh, Selena Ross is, is playing Roger the Cat this year. Oh, great. So we've had, uh, uh, we've had many Rogers the Cat, but we'd rather they didn't. <laughs> <laughs> well, something we like to do uh, on the show is to basically give us an elevator pitch, basically in as, many, uh, as least amount of words as possible. Tell us why people should come along to the show. Oh, we were meant to think about this before we came on, didn't oh, we? Okay. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. Only that's funny. It's for a good cause and we can guarantee a laugh. How's that? Stays. That's amazing. See, you didn't need to rehearse that's not bad. it at all. <laughs> Who writes what are rehearsals? <laughs> oh, well, exactly. Just to make sure you take your brain out before you walk in it's, it's pretty silly. Uh, well, the show is on this week, uh, the 20th to the 23rd of November at the Theatre Royal. Tickets available at the Theatre Royal box office or www.theatreroyal.com.au. Thanks so much for coming in, guys. Now, yeah. I need to ask oh, a question. Okay, of course. Do I get a T-shirt? I heard that some people get T-shirts. Oh, well. <laughs> I reckon our lovely assistant will be able to sort that out for you. Oh, my goodness, because my daughter's actually asked for one. Oh, well, oh, I think sure. we can just do it for Lucinda Smith this time, okay? Well, thanks so much for joining us, thanks, guys. guys. And all thanks. the best. With it, enjoy. Thanks, thanks. Bye. Bye. Theatre Alrighty, this has been another Theatre Pod uh, podcast. Uh, it's sad to go. <laughs> I love them. They're so much we'll fun. We'll be back soon. We'll mate. be back really soon in a couple of weeks. I've been Mark Holmes. Thanks for joining me, Mahali Carter. That's all right, Mark. Joshua Dine. Thanks, Mark. And thanks so much, Chris. Thanks, Mark. All right, guys, we'll see you again on the next Theatre Pod podcast in a couple of weeks. If you want to reach out to us, please get in touch via our social media platforms or our website. And uh, we Tell hope you friends. enjoyed listening. Tell your friends to have a listen, and we'll see you again next time. Bye. 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 Powering down all systems. Thanks for listening to Theatre Pod. Check out our website at theatrepod.com.au. 